0: Welcome to Founders and Friends with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And before we get to a great podcast with Zach Blum of FleetSmith, just a couple shout-outs here. The first is to our company, Cruise Consulting. We are the number one startup accounting firm in the country. We have 160 clients. We're up to 22 people, growing fast, and having a lot of fun while we do it. So if your friend as a startup and needs a little help or your startup needs a little help on accounting, finance, HR taxes, which is are coming up on September 15th, then we are a great firm to reach out to, give us a shout. Go to our website at cruiseconsulting.com. that's cruise with a K. Uh, and second, uh, shout out to Gusto, they've been doing a great job of claiming R&D tax credits for our clients. We prepare the R&D tax credit and we're finding our companies are saving lots and lots of money um, on their payroll taxes because of this, but Gusto has made it easy for us to submit that claim, so thank you to Gusto. And before anything else, let's get to the interview with Zach, thanks. Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orne at Cruise Consulting. And my very special guest today is Zach Blum from FleetSmith. Welcome, Zach. Thanks, Scott.
1: It's great to be
0: back. love being here. Yeah. So we've worked together for a long time. We've also developed a great friendship. I love working with you. And FleetSmith just launched. And so I was like, "Hey, I've actually been bugging you for like six months to come on the podcast, but you now you got now you're out there in the world. You got some
1: time now, and the time was right.
0: Yeah, and and I've checked out your product. It's awesome. I've actually forwarded over to a bunch of my friends who are in the IT world. Maybe you can just talk about FleetSmith and where the idea came from and and retrace your career a little bit too.
1: Happy to do that and uh, plug for Scott, man. Cruise is amazing. So thank you. Really, really great. That Um, was unpaid, folks. So, yeah, FleetSmith is secure cloud-based Mac management with a deep G Suite integration. And uh, in brief, what that means is you can do everything from inventory, new hire provisioning, application, and OS patching and security. Um, So that's FleetSmith. And FleetSmith was created to kind of scratch my own itch, really, originally. Um, Before FleetSmith, I was at Wikia, rewinding a little bit there. My first professional IT job was at UC Davis in college. and um, Go Aggies. There you go. Go Ags. I like it, Scott. I needed a job, so I found a professor who needed an assistant. Great guy, Dr. Andy Jones. Uh, and he you know, asked me for some tech help over uh, over the course of that job. And uh, I'd never done anything professional, but super happy to help him with all his tech needs. So um, yeah, so after a little while there, he had a friend who ran a small department called the Teaching Resources Center. Uh, 13 people on campus and they were looking for an IT manager and he said, you know, why don't you go? Why don't you go do that?
0: Were you like that's the kid who knows com- like the kid who knows computers, quote unquote, like because all the old people didn't really know how to do anything. I
1: was one of those annoying borderline <laughs> millennials, you know, <laughs> they all, always talk about. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I was just always into it. Um, I had a computer. We had an original Mac SE had a really old 386 and I just always gravitated to them. So. You know, but in college, I did liberal arts. I did art history and political science. No way. Science. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. so anyway, um, got the job at the Teaching Resources Center, and that was the very first IT manager job, 13 people. I had no idea what I was doing, Yeah. Um, but learned a lot on the job. Um, for those uh, old-school folks out there, we hosted our website on an XServe. Apple used to be in the hardware server market. That was awesome. Wow. Um, but,
0: and you basically were like, I'll do anything it takes to make keep sure... Keep your infrastructure up and running, basically. Yeah,
1: exactly. And um, you know, help desk tech support, yeah. and all you have to do is know a little bit more than the yeah. next person. I was going to uh, say,
0: how did you like? Because even the internet wasn't like fully built out then. Did you like? Were you searching? Like, if you have a problem, were you just like Googling it and trying to figure it out? Because you knew, you know, you, you're resourceful.
1: Yeah, I mean, Google uh, Google was around. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were still young, but yeah, you know, I'd Google it. Um, I had a few friends who knew more than I did, uh, and so. Just try to figure it out. Yeah. Read the manual. I read the yeah. manual, man.
0: It's a, that's a good thing about life. Read the manual.
1: Right? So, yeah. So, after that, a um, little while passed, and I wanted to move up to San Francisco. So, uh called around, and I decided I'll take the first job I can get. I yeah. don't care what it is. And it turned out that Wikia gave me a call back. And what I thought was going to be a short, short stint turned into a five-year... Oh wow! Uh, I didn't know you were there five years. I
0: was there for a long time. Yeah. Wow! So you were pretty early then. What, like when, how big was the company when you joined?
1: Uh, Wikio was sixty five in okay. San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, small group in Poland as well, yeah. and um, you know, over the course of my stay there, we grew from from that size over to over three hundred. We yeah. had offices on three continents, seven or eight offices. Um, amazing place, and I started not in IT. I was the front desk uh, office no assistant. No way. That's yeah.
0: awesome. That's a, that's such a great like life lesson though. Take the first job, start at the ground floor, work your way up. Washing the dishes little humbling, yeah. not gonna lie,
1: but yeah. uh, really nice people there and yeah. that's what drew me to it. I yeah. think
0: we talked about this, but I actually lost a deal with Wikia back in like Gil Pencina was a CEO, great guy. Got to know him through that. And it was obvious like you guys were growing super fast, and I was like, "Okay, how do I do this?" And he ended up going where someone else was totally understandable. But like I remember I think I think Wikia was about that size when I was talking to Gil. yeah so you guys, you guys have kicked ass.
1: I mean the the community that they've built yeah. over time, they're focusing on now they're called fandom, and yeah. they've built an amazing fan community, of video games, movies, TV shows.
0: I was reading some Game of Thrones uh, links on that the other day, so
1: their SEO is incredible. Yeah. By the way, I mean, yeah. you you look for something in pop culture, you're right there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah. you
0: did that for five years. Did and you five basically, years. Did you learn like every trick in the book, kind of thing?
1: Yeah. Um. Got you know, over time, got promoted to IT guy and then IT manager and then eventually IT director and had a little team working under me. Um. And I actually learned a lot from the CEO yeah. there, uh, Craig Palmer. And one thing he really emphasized early on was. This isn't about you, buddy. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're here to provide great customer service yeah. to the employees and to make them more efficient and make their lives easier. Yeah. And that was a great perspective um, that informs everything we do now at FleetSmith, too. So. Don't you
0: feel like once you have a job, like I was a waiter in college and even this, like Vanessa and I always talk because Vanessa was a waiter, too. And it's like you learn these lessons of how to be a good service provider and it like makes you more polite. It makes you more resourceful. It makes you like better at dealing with people like that had to be an amazing part of that job.
1: Totally. And, you know, how do you want to be treated? I mean, treat people the yes. same way. It's, yes. it's simple, right? Yeah. So. Just doing that, and also, you know, I think um, IT folks have uh, gotten a bad rap over the years, and probably deservedly. I think kind of that stereotype of the antisocial person in the dark room um, has held true a lot. And that advice that Craig gave me right away kind of really forced me to uh, say to everybody, "Hey, I'm here to help you." Yeah, get and out of your comfort zone. Yeah, we we tried to totally turn that on its head, and and uh, I think people responded so well to that. So.
0: Well, now when you talk to like the FleetSmith customers, they have to like, I'm sure you have like a ton of credibility with them because you've essentially done the job that they're doing right now and you can talk the talk with them, right?
1: That's, that's exactly it. And so like, uh, we talked about, you know, we built uh, FleetSmith to kind of solve a problem that we personally faced. So we were, uh, kind of the original customer. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you're thinking about entrepreneurial folks out there, if you want to start something like what's a problem you're facing and, yeah. How big is that problem? Uh, Does everyone else have the same problem? And so this was a great um, kind of a great organic process where as we were growing really quickly and had these distributed offices, we needed to inventory our computers, right? I mean, you need to keep track of Keep track of your assets, Scott. What do you What do you think about a good computer inventory from a finance I, perspective?
0: I actually, it's funny you say this because I. So you guys are Mac only, and we unfortunately, because the accounting world is on Windows, so we have to be on Windows. I actually had a conversation about inventory tracking today. Cause like we're getting big enough to need to do that. And like, it's actually like a best practice and it's like people, you don't even think about like these computers all cost two or $3,000. There's like a hundred thousand dollars walking around in and out your door every day. Like you want to know where this stuff is.
1: Absolutely. And then
0: even like more importantly, you want to know that there's some, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but like the, the software patches and like making sure everything's updated is super critical as someone who now like runs a business like we actually just started doing like we just got a little more skin have better virus protection and things like that and i was shocked at the crap that was on people's computers. isn't it amazing you know and i was like what and it is always like the nicest it's like the most polite nicest person has been watching BitTorrent over the weekend and watching game of thrones and you're like what are you doing dude this is you can't have this stuff on your computer you know so like to me actually knowing where the assets are is really important but also making sure everything's updated and protected, and so we don't have like some wicked virus rip through our office.
1: Are you open to a role in uh, sales or marketing? Well, yeah,
0: but I, I'm saying I'm living this problem right now. Like totally. we have to, you have to do this kind of stuff. So, like that's why I'm such a big fan of the product.
1: That's awesome. Thank you. Inventory is key, right? Uh, new hire provisioning. So when you hire, Ooh, yeah. are you growing quickly? Uh, how long are you taking to manually set up everyone's oh, computer? Oh,
0: Zach. So this is this is maybe. It's a war story for me, but I used to have to come in the office every Sunday before we hired a new because pro- we'd always have people start on Mondays and spend two hours setting up a stupid computer. Such, it was like my Sunday. It was such a waste of time. I mean, I, you guys have like an automatic way of doing that, right?
1: Yeah, that's a core part of our product where yeah. um, just through the core product itself, uh, you're able to configure the apps and settings that you want <sighs> installed and enforced on uh, across your fleet, either for every computer or just uh, maybe per department. And um, then once you install our agent, that gets automatically installed and with no additional work on your part, kept completely up to date.
0: Yeah. Oh god. I mean, I've literally we have twenty two people, so I've spent forty over forty hours setting up people's computers, and like it's not not only is it not glamorous, it's like it's it's frustrating because like things don't boot right or something doesn't get added right, and so doing that automatically is is amazing. That's um, awesome, yeah. Real, before I said we were getting ahead of ourselves, tell the story about how like you built the company, Be pre-funding, because sure. I think this is an amazing lesson for people.
1: Okay, yeah, so uh, I was at Wikia, and had this uh, problem of how do I manage these computers? And a guy who uh, worked on my team at the time said, hey, I know the guy at Dropbox who rolled out uh, computer management there internally. He started with the Macs, and then he actually did uh, Windows, too. And um, let me ask him what he did at Dropbox. I had no idea about any of this at the time. And um, he came back after talking with this guy at Dropbox and said, you know what, they actually use open source tools that were kind of originally meant for data center configuration. DevOps folks, (laughs) really sophisticated stuff. Um, And the particular one they use is called Puppet um, Mm -hmm. for config management. Mm -hmm. And uh, they also use an open source project uh, out of Disney by a really amazing guy named Greg Nagel, um, called Monkey, uh, M U N K I, yeah. and um, you know it works really well for them and it's super powerful. What do you think about us trying that here? And I said, well, I don't know Puppet. <laughs> Let me go learn it. Yeah. And uh, you know, Wikia was always great about employee growth, yeah. and uh, I was able to go do a Puppet boot camp yeah. and learn about that. And um, boy, what a powerful tool! Yeah, it really is. And so came back and started uh, rolling out kind of an internal POC and realized so pretty you quickly, learned
0: it like how long did it take you like a couple months uh
1: i think it was a two-day boot camp and you know i was a novice um yeah. but just enough to be dangerous and stack overflow yeah. and google and friends yeah. you know so yeah yeah we started rolling it out and um just the basics and and we realized really quickly you know we're not dropbox um and we don't have the resources to kind of both uh do this right but then Host the servers, keep mm-hmm. them up. It's critical mm-hmm. infrastructure, right? Yeah. Maintain the servers. Um, maintain this. Go to every software vendor's uh, website. Find the down the new versions whenever uh, they release them. Download them, repackage them, throw them into uh, the system, and push them out. Yeah. Um, across every app we wanted to do, every time they updated, yeah. it was daunting. Yeah. You know, and then security, right? So, so at the time, I didn't really understand um, corporate security at the level. That you would probably want to if you were going to do this for other companies as a vendor. I knew certain best practices, and we did all those. Yeah. But you really want an in-depth. Uh, this is pretty
0: big stuff. It's huge. Right? If, if you guys mess up your security, then it's like how you know how do people have confidence in you?
1: Totally. And the yeah. scary thing is, you know, even if you're doing this internally, um, uh, attackers kind of know that if you do manage your computers, but it's insecure, if they go for that, they've got access to everything. <laughs> yeah. So you got to do this right. It's We're important.
0: laughing, but it's scary. It's yeah. it, is, yeah.
1: It's a uh, it's a scared laugh, but. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, that's the open source side. And I think it's great. And um, I actually love the open source community. And if you are interested and have the resources to do it, I think it's incredibly valuable and worthwhile. Yeah. Um, and you know, Puppet, Chef, Monkey, these are great projects. And there are other great ecosystem projects, too. And I um, really only have the most positive things to say about both open source and the community. The people who do this stuff are awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so then um, we were just a little too small for that. And um, a little too sort of new to the game. So we looked at commercial uh, options, and um, you know I think a lot of companies either do kind of just a spreadsheet and then walk around and manually do this, which is kind of what we were doing before, um, or they'll they'll do open source, or they'll go buy a commercial thing. And we were frustrated, to be honest, from the minute we started looking around on the commercial side, the buying process, you know, it's uh, it's kind of the old enterprise sales game, and we were a cloud native company yeah. and. We were just we just wanted something quick, self serve, yeah, that worked. Then, uh, you know, once you got over the sales process, then actually using the product, uh, you know, sometimes kind of clunky stuff, um, and then didn't have the answers I wanted on the security side. So I got mad at the world, Scott, and uh, <laughs> I went and I built a prototype. That's uh, amazing. Yeah.
0: See, so you were still working at Wikia. You just did it at night.
1: Yeah, still so working at Wikia. I did nights and weekends, and um, I I actually uh, shared with my boss um you know i kind of wanted to have something to show him so as soon as there was anything you could see i actually showed him um and i by the way if you know anyone's listening and and you're working nights and weekends and you have a good relationship with your your managers and i super encourage you to get the feedback if they're an exec i mean he gave me such good feedback from a business perspective that i never would have had yeah
0: well he has that kind of uh Uh, DNA, too, because Fastly was spun out of Wikia, too. Absolutely. So, like, the people there are creative. They work on this kind of stuff. But that's, like, also what makes Silicon Valley special is, like, you can have a side project or do something and end up changing the world. You know, that's what everyone dreams of.
1: I I loved it. And I I just kind of got obsessed with it. And so, built this prototype. And that's what, uh, at that point, I said, hey, um, the guy who who worked for me at the time, I said, hey, can you... uh, reconnect me or actually connect me to that guy at Dropbox. I want to show him this and just get his feedback. He, he's done this internally there. So we met for coffee and it turns out that this guy at Dropbox is Jesse Endall.
0: Oh, no way! Uh, yeah. Oh.
1: Who's, who's, you told uh, that story very well. I yeah. didn't even know. All right. So Jesse's the yeah. co-founder of right. FleetSmith. So, so Jesse later told me um, that he came to the meeting prepared to sort of say, eh, whatever, and maybe see if he could refer somebody um, he, he, you know, he's an amazing guy, and he had so much work at Dropbox, so much responsibility. He was there relatively early too, Ooh. and he just had so much going on. So he didn't have the time, yeah. frankly, even if he wanted to. Yeah. But the second he saw it, just the prototype, real early, he said, "Oh, this is this is what it should be." And we had a total shared vision of where Mac management could go. Yeah. Just computer management in general, you know, like the experience of using it, of buying it, everything. We talked for a long time and. It was, it was clear that we uh, had to work on it.
0: So then did you guys start working on it together or how would, how do you suck Jesse into the product totally, or in yeah. the project? Excuse well, me.
1: no, he, he just said, I want to work on this. Oh. Um, and I was kind of looking for someone to work on yeah. it with. So it was, uh, there was no sale on either side. Yeah. It was great. That's and awesome. He had great domain experience. Yeah. Um, also just a great guy. He's, a, he's my friend. I mean, yeah. we, we hang, it, yeah. he's great. So. Well,
0: and you guys did it for like a year, right? Like before you ever, you know, talk, talk about VCs versus customers.
1: Totally. So we got some advice that uh, told us, you know, you might be able to go out and raise a seed round uh, now. Um, this idea is good. The market uh, seems potentially quite big and um, there's a, a need uh, and the team is good. The domain experience is right both on understanding the pain intrinsically and then being able to do something about it. But if you uh, were to build something good enough to actually sell, even as an early private beta, um, and then you went to talk to uh, investors, it might be a different outcome for you. And so um, that's what we did. We took that advice. And so for a good year, we were... um, Working on the nights and the weekends, and um, I'll tell you that was that was a, a lot of hours. Yeah. And the context switching actually was actually harder than the hours. I still work a lot of hours, but switching from job to job that was
0: tough. Yep. But yeah. it's like an investment in your future. I mean, that's it's. I actually use you guys as an example all the time here at Cruise Consulting. Of like when you really want it. That's the kind of stuff you do.
1: You do crazy things. Yeah. You do you know silly things. But yeah. but yeah, we we became obsessed with solving this problem at at any cost to our sleep.
0: <laughs> so instead of going to VCs with hat in hand with a PowerPoint slide, basically, you decided to go to customer, build it, go to customers, get feedback. get the validation. Yeah, exactly. and how'd that go? You know, it went
1: really well, and I think that just speaks to what's out there, and people were hungry for something a little different. Yeah, I think the cloud native folks that. People who love cloud-based products, who've made that jump already, it felt so smooth to them in terms of just intrinsic understanding of how you might sign up for this, how you might use it. There was no um, no mental bridge to jump. Yeah, they were there already. Yeah, and and we were there too. They
0: yeah. were looking for the solution, and then you just appeared. That's amazing. So then, so you got a couple customers, and then then how did you do the VC stuff? Like, what was your process?
1: So we had a. A few people we knew just from being around town and so kind of started there and also friends in IT and security. Hey, do you know anybody who's um, been a co-founder before and just sort of asked around and, um, uh, you know, just got a couple meetings. Um, It's much easier when you send an email and say, hey, we've got uh, a few customers who are actually using this right now.
0: In a demo or a link or something that they can check out. Yeah,
1: and we don't have a deck. You can actually just—we'll show you our actual product that customers are using. Yeah, uh, that—that's a better.
0: Pitch. That is like that's like gold for a VC. That's amazing because you're you've de-risked the company a significant amount right there, right out of the box.
1: That that makes sense. Yeah, and, and I loved it too because I love this stuff. And so with the uh, folks that we ended up going with in the end, we could just feel that. I mean, they yeah. are amazing. Index Ventures, yeah. uh, Ilya Fushman is yeah. awesome. And uh, Michael Deering at Harrison Metal, um, other great investor, and a few really great strategic angel investors. And like all these folks are just, they just got it, right? And that was really important to us. And you know, they, they of course bring. Uh, Ilya and Michael product and understanding the SaaS area. I mean, they're they're just the best. Yeah. So we were thrilled.
0: Michael's also like a brilliant like business teacher. Like actually Vanessa's taking his class, I think like in two weeks or something like that. Like he, like I've met him a couple of times. He's one of the nicest people you ever meet in your life. But he's also like, a deep thinker and knows how to scale an organization. So he'll be like, and I think Ilya will be the same way, but like those two will be super valuable for you for many, many years to come.
1: I hope so. And I hope uh, it's mutual. I'm optimistic (laughs) about it. Uh, As far as Michael. um, Yeah. One of the, uh, the nicest guys you'll ever meet and boy, what, um, what a background in being able to communicate the really important parts of of scaling a business, getting product market fit. Yeah. I mean, Ilya is such a great, you know, product thinker and, Really uh, has helped me personally really focus on what's super important to, you know, what are we really focused on next? And he's been super helpful and amazing at that. So
0: just great. Got a good board, my friend. They're awesome. Um, So that's, so you ended up raising money. I happen to know some details. So I can vouch that the valuation you ended up getting was very different than what like a seed stage company with no product would ever get right like if someone just if i showed up at a vc's office with a with a powerpoint it's not going to be I'm not going to have like a rich deal and not that you guys have a rich deal but like it's it really paid off for the company
1: yeah and i just think you know if you get the right team who really understands the problem space and can do something about it and you're solving a, a big problem uh, elegantly yeah. and people have already uh, validated it it's it's just such a better position to be in as a founder and like you said i think for vcs too i think it just de-risks it so much um, I would imagine, for yeah, those
0: so. guys are happy to pay a higher valuation because they know it's de-risk. Like they know the the classic dogs eating dog food kind of situation. It's like it makes their life so much easier. So,
1: yeah, and to be clear, there you know there's so much more to do even than yeah. we've done now in the mac management space. Um, but but, yeah, that was just a great. Start. yeah,
0: so. this could be a really big company. That's what's so exciting about it. Like the problems you guys are solving are, I mean, how many computers does Apple sell a year? I mean, what 20 million or fifty million or whatever? It's like a huge number, and all those computers need this kind of management.
1: Yeah, and especially as more, uh, more and more apples are sold into businesses, yeah. I think that's the trend that is uh, really interesting on the Mac side for us because you know you're seeing, we've seen somewhere between five and ten percent uh, enterprise Mac market share and. It just is starting to feel even outside of San Francisco and Silicon Valley, you're starting to see some. You know, you might have a big company that was all Windows, and all yeah. of a sudden they're five to ten percent Mac. Yeah, and that's and what do you do? You've had all these Windows only tools. We we can help a lot of different types of uh, organizations. I think yeah. is a, a good takeaway.
0: And then now you guys are shifting into a different mode because you're like you're publicly available. Talk about like, cause you actually have a pretty interesting pricing strategy. Like talk about kind of your offer to the market.
1: Totally happy to. Yeah. So um, our original availability was in November um, of last year, early November, and it was pretty restrictive. And so we wanted to make sure two things. We wanted to make sure that FleetSmith was available for everybody, and because that's part of our mission, right? We want to democratize this really powerful and secure Mac management product for for everybody, mm-hmm. um, but also for really sophisticated shops or you know just shops that can take advantage, maybe have the resources, to take advantage of um, some additional tools or extra security needs. Um, we wanted to make sure that they were served too, and so. What we did over the course of um, the months between November of last year and just about four weeks ago is uh, we worked on making FleetSmith available for everyone, including smaller companies, uh, and then also making it even more powerful for bigger companies. So we launched FleetSmith Free, uh, and FleetSmith Free is uh, the full product. So you can use FleetSmith for inventory, new hire, computer provisioning. Uh, app and OS patch management security uh, for up to 10 devices for free and if you're a, a small company just starting out we would love you to, to use it and completely free forever yeah. um, uh, once you um, once you get above uh, 10 um, then it's just really really simple straightforward pricing it's 10 bucks a month per computer or 100 bucks a year um, so FleetSmith free is amazing because it lets people either use it for free or give it a real good shot for yeah. as long as you need to. Yeah.
0: And we were talking before we turned the mics on that like a couple of days ago on a Sunday, someone signed up and it's like the classic thing where like they're they've got a problem that's bugging them. They can't figure out how to solve this. They discover you. And it's like hobby time for them or downtime where they're in front of the computer and they can sign up for fleetlist without actually having to pay any money. They can test it out, then get a couple of their team members to test it out. It's like it's just beautiful. It's like so simple. And you kind of I you know, I think one of the best themes about Fleetsmith is you've always let the product do the talking. Like you let the product do the talking to VCs, now you're letting it do the talking to potential customers cuz you guys have built something special. It's it's a really good feeling. Thanks. We're huh. we're definitely a customer first
1: company, which means the product has to work for our customers, not the other way around. Yeah. And um, you know, that was born from our own initial frustrations. So yeah. it's always been that way. Yeah.
0: But it's like someone who may or may not even realize they have a problem can test out the product and then realize that it can make their life so much easier. That's that's pretty special.
1: Absolutely. And you know, part of Fleetsmith Free too is that there's uh like I said, that deep G Suite integration. So
0: I've just- seen that in action. That's actually really so for people who don't know, you can actually just go to the homepage, right? And you can just go click and there's like a little like uh, Google icon. It's like how you sign into like other things, and you just click it. And I was amazed that you could actually like enable FleetSmith just by clicking the button, basically. Yeah,
1: funny story about that. When we said to people before we launched FleetSmith Free, hey, it's super quick to sign up. Uh, you can just do it through G Suite. It's hard to convey that, so we actually made a, a screencast. Oh, yeah. So if you go to the homepage now, <laughs> fleetsmith.com, we literally have a video, and I think it's six or seven seconds to, and it's in real time, yeah. to actually show you the process of clicking sign up with G Suite. Yeah. You say OK to the little Google OAuth permissions dialog, and we create your account and you're yeah, in. I mean, it's,
0: it's, it's so easy. You guys have also developed kind of like an ecosystem because you're letting everyone deploy their software through FleetSmith, right? So, like, how did you go out and talk? To, I don't know, last time I saw there was, like, a ton of icons on the page where, like, you could deploy this, this, and this. Like, how did you go out? Did you reach out to all those companies, or how did you build your ecosystem?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, uh, we talked to some of the companies. Some of the companies, uh, for example, ones where... The apps are kind of gated behind uh, authentications. Obviously, we wanted to talk to them and mm-hmm. you know make sure that was uh, all kosher. But in terms of um, many of the apps in there, are just some are open source. A lot of them are free downloads and uh, and have public download endpoints, public links. Yeah. So we just used some of the best practices around kind of automating all that stuff and um, went out and created a catalog for people to... It's like a own little app store.
0: It's pretty neat. It's like you just, oh, I want to have that, I want to have that, and I want to have that, and it's loaded on your computer. It's, it's, it's amazing.
1: Well, part of, part of the launch was we just did a bunch of security and DevOps apps, so FleetSmith free, and then we also did a security and DevOps focus. So for those bigger companies or companies who just need the extra power, apps like OS Query, uh, which exposes your entire fleet as a SQL-like interface. Oh, wow. Um, or config management, like Puppet and Chef. And so if you need the extra power and you want to extend FleetSmith, we can handle the really secure uh, bootstrapping and deployment part, but then you can go, you know, kind of instantly deploy that stuff across your whole fleet worldwide, securely over the internet. Yeah, so I think, like, we just wanted to be different on the buying process with FleetSmith Free. Yeah. We wanted to kind of be different on having a really great, easy-to-use product with a beautiful, almost consumer-like UI. It's just elegant. It's really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And then on security, um, can, I, can I boast? We're, we're the most secure Mac management uh, product out there wow that's awesome I and
0: mean, again, as someone who owns a business now it's like that's super important like that's that's actually probably the most important thing you know people might put up with a poor uh, UI or maybe l- less performance as long as it's secure, but the fact that you guys are the most secure is, is amazing
1: yeah I mean from it's, it's a core value of ours yeah. from everything we do internally with employee practices from how we built our infrastructure to how we built the application, and then what we let other folks do. Jesse's kind of security background, and I can praise Jesse here, he's not here, Jesse's guru, security <laughs> guru status, uh, you know, really seeped into
0: everything we did from yeah. day one. And so we just built it secure by design from day yeah. one. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, so kind of where's, where? what's the next step for FleetSmith? Like you guys have now made it publicly available. What what are you looking forward to?
1: Totally. Well, I'm, I'm really excited about what we just launched. I think with FleetSmith Free, so many more people have already started using it and it like, I nerd out on this stuff. Like, I want this problem solved, right? So it's, that's really gratifying. Um, and then, you know, we're just getting started, really. There's so much more to do, uh, even in just Mac management alone. There, there's just so much more to do. Yeah,
0: um, I'll put a little plug in for the Windows world. So whenever you get that going, let us know. <laughs> Duly noted.
1: Yeah, so, um, Scott, you'll be the first one to know.
0: I'll be I the guarantee. first beta tester right here. Yeah,
1: And, you know, there's, there's um, some really great customers using it. Uh, right now, HackerOne, Patreon, Century oh, Signal right. Sciences. So there's like a huge uh, breadth of companies. Blurb, uh, self-publishing platform. Yeah. You have DevOps security publishing. We actually have a bank who's uh, using us. Wow,
0: that's awesome. Not
1: eligible to name the bank, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, it's if you have a Mac fleet and you want it secured, I think it just speaks to this is a universal problem, right? Yeah. And also, I like that security companies trust us to make them even more secure. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and if a bank is using you, that means it's the real deal. Like, those guys can't mess around.
1: Yeah, compliance is a big deal, and I think being able to help people like, sign up for something to get them compliant in yeah. about six seconds literally
0: yeah. is, uh, is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you guys have an amazing story, like you and Jesse doing this at night, building the company, and it's, it's been fun for us to be part of the journey. And uh, we have many, many more years of FleetSmith to go here. Uh, maybe you can tell everyone where they can find you and, and how they, if they want to reach out or give you feedback on the product or how do they buy the product. We love
1: feedback, so please, um, as much as you want and as much as you can, let us know what you want to see, how you like it. So uh, fleetsmith.com is a really great place to go. You can also uh, check out our blog, blog blog.fleetsmith.com. It's really great stories. We just started a couple security articles on how to secure your Mac fleet, which I think are great and things I wish I had when I was uh, at Wikia. Yeah. You can find
0: us on Twitter at fleetsmithhq. You also have the cutest logo. What's the what's the background on that? It's like a very cute dog for all the dog lovers out there. Thank
1: you. I love that. Uh, yeah. yeah, we we just felt a lot of the IT and kind of techie stuff was real sharp and cold and you know, dogs are friendly and and so are we and we, we just wanted to provide a something that people felt a connection to and and they could feel uh, a warm you know, feeling about it, not not cold, and that's kind of who we are. And just a, a, there's
0: also a like thing. some subconscious, like you know, dogs protect you and are keeping an eye out for you. I don't even know if you guys thought about that, but and I also know you are a very dog friendly company because I've been over to your office and you have dogs. We it's love all, our it's, dogs. It's a great environment, but I just think you guys, whoever did the art on that, is amazing. They did a great job. So to to recap, FleetSmith is it FleetSmith.com? Yeah, FleetSmith.com. Awesome. And if you have a Mac or you have a Mac fleet, and you need it secure. You want to do the quick deployments. Highly recommend it. You guys are kicking ass. It's fun to be working with you. Zach, thanks so much for coming by. Check out fleasmith.com, and uh, we'll be seeing you out there in the market. Thanks. Thanks, guys.